Leadership Reflections, a collection of leadership podcasts by me, Barry Dorr. Today in a new series of the podcasts, we're going to, uh, in this week and in future weeks, be examining on this weekly basis various aspects of leadership, all different aspects. Today's subject I've entitled, Make Time to Think, Make, make, make Time to Think. And the premise that lies behind this week's piece of material is that uh, there is a really significant issue for so many organisations in that people are not making time enough to think. And the impact of that, if we don't make time enough to think, we just cannot, we will not, build that better tomorrow. So what's happening at the moment then? Well, people are just busy, busy, busy. I've had so many conversations with leaders at every level in countless organisations over the past year or two, and before that really, and ask them the question, how's it going? How are you doing? They just look at me. You can see their shoulders sag and they say, Barry, I'm just so busy. Okay, I say busy doing what? Just just stuff. Their eyes glaze over. There's so much stuff. Like what? Well, oh, emails. Hundreds, dozens, hundreds. I was on holiday and came back to 152 emails. Requests for information. There's crises. I've got a firefight. There's interruptions. Just stuff. People are being busy, 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 doing, doing, doing. So I began to explore whether things had improved with homeworking. I mean, COVID has uh, taken us for all the bad stuff. For me, the good stuff is that COVID has taken us forward overnight, a generation in terms of working patterns and where we work, etc. So much, almost immediately, there was so much more homeworking, and surely. With homeworking, things must get better. There's no commuting. There's less interruptions. Surely this gives time to think. Nope. They say it's just as bad. In fact, it's often worse. They tell me that when COVID started, they began homeworking, uh, along with others, and people were trying to prove all the time they were busy. They were feeling guilty because others had been furloughed. They were trying to justify their existence. So they just were busy again, even busier, doing, doing, doing even more and more. And that included countless Zoom and Teams meetings, one after another, with no break in between. This some busy, busy, busy way of working. It might be efficient. In fact, it probably isn't, especially if we're busy on the wrong things. There's a, there's a quote that says, organisations are full of people doing great jobs that don't need doing. That's a subject for another day. Um, if you want to think, read a bit more about that and about uh, discipline and clarity, read the absolute clarity chapter in Lead Like Mary. So it might be efficient, it probably isn't, but whatever it is, this busy, 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 is not effective because we're not taking the time to think. So people might ask, why do we need to spend time thinking? Well, that's, that's because leadership is about two things. 
It's about coping with today. And it's about building a better tomorrow. And if we spend all our time doing, 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 all we're, we're actually achieving is we, we may be coping with today. Uh, at best, we're flatlining. At worst, well, we're not even doing that. And we can only build a better tomorrow if we incorporate into the, our plans a big dose of thinking time. So let's understand the issues here. Why don't we spend sufficient time thinking? I do think it's because we do have too much... So many of us have, do have too much to do, but that's because of a lack of clarity on what's truly important. And frankly, it's because of our own lack of discipline. Covid's time management matrix, I'm sure you're familiar with this. It appears everywhere. I, I use it a lot in my programmes. Um, Google it if you're not sure. Google it. And, and it's those four quadrants that divide into things that are important and things that are urgent. And you end up with a, a quadrant one on the top left-hand quadrant of the, of the model. Where, things, where we do things which are both urgent and important. Quadrant two, top right hand, is things we do which are important but not urgent. Quadrant three, bottom left, is things we do which are uh, urgent but not important. And quadrant four is stuff that we do which is neither urgent nor important. We'll cover this. We cover this on time management programmes extensively. So we'll go any more into it now. But... Um, as I say, Google the model, have a look. Let's focus on quadrants one and two. When we're doing, 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 we'll spend massive amount of our time, the vast majority of our time, in quadrant one. Actually, quadrant three as well, but that's another story for another day. Uh, and in quadrant one, we are firefighting, we're trying to hit deadlines, dealing with those problems, uh, etc. It's in quadrant two that we find the space and time to think. And only in quadrant two. That's where we build a better tomorrow. That's where we focus on relationships, strategy, planning, one-to-ones, nurturing our people, getting to know our people better. And that's where we spend our time thinking. Jim Collins has a great um, description of this. This is his uh, zooming in and zooming out. What he says is that um, we need to spend sufficient time as a leader doing both. We need to zoom in. That's where we do do. That's where we focus on important things. We just need doing. That's where we deal with the crisis and the detail. And that's a valid occupation, providing it's balanced. Because almost, we must almost also sorry, zoom out. That's where we take a step back. We horizon scan. We build relationships. We look around us. We say, are we going in the right direction? And we think. And any leader in any role must spend sufficient time zooming out. And a key activity of zooming out is exactly that. Thinking. Thinking about what, you might ask. Well, in fact, everything connected to building a better tomorrow and to our own effectiveness. Think You can relate this various levels of thinking to the inside-out leadership model, which uh, you'll find again in the early chapters, the early chapter one, I think, of Lead Like Mary. Three concentric circles. Leadership begins in the inner circle with how we lead ourselves. So what thinking do we need to do in the inner circle when we're leading ourselves? Well, it's things like looking in the mirror. How effective have I been today, this week? How can I be more effective tomorrow, next week? Am I focused on my most important things? Have I got balance? The middle circle of inside-out leadership is when we start to lead those around us effectively. What do we need to think about there? Well, did I have that difficult conversation? How did it go? Am I getting the most out of my people? 
We need to prepare for meetings, not just walk from one meeting to another or go to the next Zoom call. We need to have an end in mind, be clear of what we want to achieve. Maybe it's about delivering a project we're, we're leading. Um, and we need to spend sufficient time thinking, thinking in quadrant two. Is this project going well? Is it achieving the right outcomes? Are we clear on the end in mind? Are we getting the most out of it? Etc. And then in the outer circle, which is um, the wider organisation, everything else. How is our overall direction of travel? What barriers do we have that might prevent success? Can I think about how to overcome them? Ten times thinking about what our competitors are doing and why. Why are we doing what we're doing? That question, why are we doing this? Not just what are we doing and how are we doing it, but why are we doing this? Is our strategy working? Our enablers, systems, processes, etc., are they effective? Have we got the right people? Why are we doing things this way? Why do we do that? Why? Just continually asking the question to ourselves in this instance, why? And we've got to overcome the taboo that in our day-to-day working lives, thinking is a luxury, that it's a waste of time compared to doing it. We need to be uh, doing both activities, coping with today, building a better tomorrow. So my, my proposition is we should schedule in, schedule in that thinking time. We should schedule in the thinking time. And how ridiculous that appeared to start with. Imagine in your schedule, which others were looking at, you blocked out two hours and put, I will be thinking. The mickey taking, the, you can just imagine it, can't you? But unless we do that, how do we build that better tomorrow? So, yeah, schedule it. Put it in your schedule. Just be proud of it. Thinking time. Go for a walk, which is pretty good, actually, for our um, well-being as well. Go for a quiet coffee. Find, find whatever your thinking space is and vigorously protect that time. Vigorously. And if you're managing other people... If you lead a team of people, encourage them, get them to do the same. What I've been suggesting so far is thinking is a, 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 a single activity. It's what you do. It's, it's you on your own thinking in all three levels of inside leadership. What about time with team and colleagues thinking of what as well? Yeah, of course, yeah. Away days, zoom out meetings where you avoid day-to-day issues. Thinking of the future. The problem I find with it sometimes, though, is that all too often at these sessions, we slip far too quickly to action planning. People are just desperate to get there. It's all very well, this thinking, what are we going to do? Let's get a flip chart up. Let's get some post-it slips out. Let's let's do something. Because it's a comfort zone that people fall into. No, if you're going to focus on thinking time, sessions to do that, away days, etc., with your team, it's got to be exactly that. It's got to be thinking time, the action planning can follow. This doesn't mean we're never going to take action, just getting the balance right. There's a, I remember going on a training program some years ago as a recipient of the training um, and very cleverly the facilitators divided the room to those who have got a kind of, using a personality test presumably, those who just get on and are proactive and do, and those more reflective people. And they posed as a question to both groups. In what, um, it was one of those um, activity kind of away from the office outdoor kind of things I said in the local town in the local village or whatever there's a police station what year was it built in the doers love this kind of exercise they're on their feet immediately come on they said let's go and they ran from the room there was a screech of car tires as they set out on the seven or eight mile journey to the local village 
um, in order to find out by looking at the police station what year it was built. <laughs> Probably because there's a date on it or something. The thinkers gathered around the table, grabbed a coffee actually, and thought about it. Fifteen minutes later, while the first group was still a few miles away, the um, second team rang up the police station and asked them what year it was built. Lovely little story. I think it demonstrates sometimes you just need to take a bit of time to think. So here's my challenge to you. Become a champion of thinking time for you and your team. Schedule it in and be relentless in creating the time. I promise you, if you do, you'll become far more effective at building that better tomorrow. This has been Buried All, the Leadership Reflections podcast. I'll be back next week with another um, leadership uh, podcast for you. I hope to see you then. Until then, have a good week. Bye-bye. Realize that too fresh